everybody. Welcome to YKS, or is it YKS Premium? Not really sure how to start introducing this gang because we've got another episode from behind the paywall for you. A little Christmas treat. Oh my treat. God, Mike and, Mike and JF, you, I can't believe it. You've already blessed us with so many uh, uh, episodes from behind the paywall that you guys have already recorded and don't have to do anything extra for. It's so amazing that you would do it yet again with another one of your awesome episodes. So first of all, let me, let me push back on a couple of things there. Number one, <laughs> we have not done this very often. <laughs> we really haven't. We haven't really done it that often. Number two, <laughs> the fucked up part is, is honestly, with the amount of time we're putting into recording these little intros, <laughs> we might as well just done another fucking episode. It's not like we're saving ourselves any time or we don't even have a but good break. That, it's the not. fucking... It's the just day before Christmas right now. With this, is so this is so stupid. Awful. Why are we? God. It's just, we've anyway, really. Anyway, guys, awesome <laughs> episode coming up. <laughs> this, this is a great one. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you all about it in a second. If you haven't read the episode title yet, you just, you just fucking keep your phone in your pocket all day and whatever comes out of it is what just comes out on, of it. Click on the first thing that pops up, I guess. Is truly, truly strange existence. Do not know what you are doing over there. That's not how I live my life. Um, we were goofing off here before we started recording, and we were we were looking at one of our favorite types of things to look at, uh, which is a porno reply, guys. Mike, um, <laughs> I, you have really gotten you've gotten very good at finding these porno reply guys <laughs> and posting some of their greatest hits uh, to us. Um, we enjoy them so so much. Um, I'll lay in bed at night and just look through look through the media tabs of guys who are replying to porno spam bots and yeah. just look at their hard cocks like all night and then just <laughs> waiting to find one where they look like a little bit goofy in the mirror or something <laughs> yes look at this yeah. guy's crazy hat <laughs> <laughs> i had to watch i had to watch a hundred videos of him jacking off <laughs> look at this crappy hat he has on you truly will have seen in order of magnitude more ugly disgusting cocks than anyone else that we know purely just for that one hit <laughs> of a guy who has like a cord on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> it rocks, dude. Look at this cord. <laughs> Bad setups. TV's too high. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. This guy's TV's too high. You. Oh my god. I just saw him poop. I saw him poop on the floor. He he said, "Look at me pooping on the floor," and he sent that to like five different spam bots. And the whole time, his TV was like one of the ones that had the speakers on the side of the flat screens. Like so old. <laughs> yeah. Hate this guy. I hate this guy. <laughs> Um, it's fun to find these guys though. They're so interesting. Some of the last people doing interesting stuff on the computer, probably right I up there with Malcolm is, Gladwell. Mean, really is the last bastion of yeah freedom. It's just, I know, know they're going to take this away too. Your dick to a robot. But I found a guy on here and I, I do think of course his, his post of himself. I don't know if this guy has any posts of himself. He's mostly horny for other people and doesn't really engage in that. Um, Weird. but he does have a couple of joke posts that I thought would be funny for me to read. Um, it's not quite a joke blogger top 10, of course, um, but it is still fun. We've got one here. Um, this is from January of 2019. So this is before the whole thing, you know, all the COVID stuff, whatever. Yeah. So I didn't even know it was coming. He says, um, I ate so much pussy last night, I coughed up a hairball this morning. And that's kind of a fun play on it. A being funny thing. Because cats do that. He followed that up five days later with something that I don't think holds together quite as well. He says, when a girl calls you on accident, it is a, no, sorry. I was actually giving him too much credit. He says, when a girl calls you on accident, it a butt dial. So 
That means when a guy calls you on accident, it's a crocodile. <laughs> That's hot. And there's like five replies from <laughs> from the hottest women you've ever seen. Yeah. Saying, DM me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> and this guy's walking around like, God damn, I'm fucking firing him off today. I'm killing it. I'm, I'm killing it. Fuck. Oh my God. Now this is good. This is from... I mean, look, so as this releases, this is two days after Christmas, you're hearing this, or a little bit after, perhaps, um, so we're all still celebrating, we're still in that crazy, we're just going like, what? That was so crazy, That's that was a crazy... Christmas refractory period. Yeah, for real, we're getting set up for next Christmas. Wow, you want to go for Christmas again? My wife rolling over, you want to go for Christmas again? <laughs> yeah, I think I want to go for Christmas again. Um, on twelve twenty five of 2018, so Christmas of 2018... This gentleman writes, I'd bang all the women on the Hallmark Channel 25 Days of Christmas. <laughs> you know? It's so crazy to just put that out there in the universe. That's so insane. I love it. Fucking joker mode. I love it. it. It's raining. Looks to me like National Fuck Night. Sweet. National Fuck Night. <sighs> Uh, oh, okay. Here, wait. Maybe this explains it. My wife and I don't play Fortnite. We play Fuck Night. Could that possibly be an explanation as to <laughs> what he was... made a fucking holiday out of it? it was so I don't really. Successful. And then, of course, uh, October twenty seventeen, our new grandbabies. Sweet. And then we've got the <laughs> we've got the collage here of the three. We got triplets, so three newborn babies here with their <laughs> their full names, their dates of birth. That's cool. Weight, length, everything. Yeah, the next picture is him just coming on like a, a printed out picture or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I've actually gotten. Okay. I've actually, I've gone so far back in this guy's posts that I've seen a repeat of a joke, which is really, this is some fave star guy behavior from him. Yeah. And I, I don't like this at all. I don't like seeing this twice. Nip that um, in the bud. He says, I think pussy tastes like sugar smacks. That's why I dig them. It's a solid fucking joke, though. I mean, it works, of course. You have to know. You have to know that the name of the frog. Yeah. If you if you fucking fire one off like that and it kills the first time, this can't yeah. be like this first or second time this guy's told this joke. Yeah. If you fire one off, like you're looking for your next hit. You're just walking around looking for your next hit, dude. And yeah. sometimes you got to reuse some old stuff. Yeah, you do. I, this is the only time I've seen him say this per. <laughs> particular uh joke here this is a reply to account an account that no longer exists uh so that's that's also a hallmark of these guys <laughs> good yeah. um he so i don't know what the prompt was but he does say sleaze slimmy slut want some cock in your butt all jizz on your dirty snatch lol and i'm not sure uh you know there's no telling what that was because it's been lost to time you know i almost feel a bit like an egyptologist sort of rustling yeah. through some papers, you know, in the great tombs of kings long forgotten, you know. All the tomb papers down there, all the Egypt, uh, the pharaoh papers and stuff that they would have down there. Right, right. Wow, what is this? What is this? Receipts, no. Carmax thing, what is why that? Would you, why would you even keep this? Is it a receipt A receipt for the battery store? You're, pre, you you're pre-qualified. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what does yeah. that mean? They send that to everybody. You know? <laughs> oh, man, this... This king was a real loser with all the stuff he kept around. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he also, so he does call tits bombs, and I think he calls 
I think something's called Juicy Juice. I don't know what Juicy Juice is for this guy. Of course, I used to drink that back in the day, but I don't think that's what this guy's talking about, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> this is also a reply from to a suspended account. You be getting mouth to clam resuscitation for me would not be able to live with myself without trying some flesh bomb compressions. <laughs> and that's just like a, a lady saying like, uh, having a beautiful day today. <laughs> I need to come on your fucking feet. Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sure, sure did. Couldn't scroll by these bombs without stopping for a better look. Thanks. Healthy flesh bombs. Sweet. And that ought to get you in the This is just a guy spirit. who works at a store or something. Well, I do know what his you job know? is. He posted what his job is. Um, he's, <laughs> he, he runs a chainsaw and cuts down trees. So sometimes he's, he's out there working hard. And he comes home and he's maybe getting a little hard too at the same time. And there ain't nothing yeah. wrong with that. That's just good, clean fun. So mm. that's what I'm thinking about here on Christmas. Um, we do have a great episode to gift to you all. This is not coal in your stocking. Also, it's two days after Christmas. So who gives a fuck? Who cares anymore? You already know if you got the coal. They already know. They already got the coal. They already took it out and they said, wow, this is actually better than a gift due to the way that Joe Biden is doing with our uh, Yeah. Our, all of our subsidies. Yeah. And things like that. Um, some of the bad kids looking into their stocking and seeing gold and coal next to each other and taking the gold and th- throwing it over their shoulder and saying, who needs this when I've got, you know, this yeah. You coal. just wait four more years of old Yeah, Joe Brandon. Yeah. What Thanks. have you, you know? Thanks a lot. Joe biding his time to take away all of my good energy sources is basically <laughs> his deal. Um <laughs> We wanted to release this episode because number one, it's a stone cold classic. Uh, we I mean, way to, way to cement the episode in time by talking a bunch of stuff about like high gas prices and stuff. Just right on this head for them. <laughs> Mike, I'm pretty sure we're going to have high gas prices for the, for the next <laughs> long time to come. Okay. For the um, next long time. <laughs> <laughs> the episode was a stone cold classic. We had so much fun doing it. In fact, I want to do it again. We had so much goddamn fun with it. Uh, but also to celebrate um, our guest, the one and only Tim Kalpakis, because he and his bros, the Sloppy Boys, were recently named one of the top 10 comedy podcasts by Vulture, I guess Vulture Magazine, I don't know, Vulture, yeah, mm. Vulture, Vulture uh, Web. I wish they did a top 11 this year, but yeah, I wish they did a top 11, maybe you would have seen a familiar face or two, but they kept it 10 this year. They kept it to a tight 10. Some people were saying sort of an artificial, I mean, arbitrary number. Like, why 10? Like, why 10? Why 10? Weird. Yeah, why? This feels weird. weird to do 10. I know. I know. I saw a lot of the text get leaked around the office. Like, are we doing, are we really doing 10? Doing a top 10 this year? Doesn't that just sound weird to you? <laughs> it just, it hits the ear wrong. 10, 10. <laughs> didn't, wait, didn't we do 10 last year? Why don't we top, do 10 top again? Ten, top 10. Oh, I hate it. Top 11. <laughs> top 11. Top oh, 11, yeah. <laughs> Boss speaking in. You guys doing that top 11, right? But top 10? <laughs> top 10? Clean out your desk. That's probably some of the conversations they were having there in the Vulture probably Web office. something offices. that happens over there. Yeah, that's probably what had uh, <laughs> what had been going on over there at Vulture Web. But um, we wanted to celebrate these guys. So, so funny. So much fun and a great show as well. The Sloppy Boys coming in at number three. That's a big, I mean, that's a huge. Um, that is huge. That's so huge. That is so, so huge. Um, you can check them out. 
uh, wherever you get podcasts. Love, I always wanted to say that. <laughs> um, but you can also get them on uh, Patreon, the Sloppy Boys. Blow out patreon.com slash the Sloppy Boys. That's where you can get their stuff. Um, I was actually mad. They introduced the, they, they, they got a nice uh, $10 tier over there, and they call it the Big Money Hustler tier. And I was so mad. I was like, fuck, that's so oh, good. That's a good name. God, that's so fucking good. All's our, ours is like stupid show shit from our show. We should have stolen it from ICP. They were ahead of the game. Um, $10. Not a bad amount of money. Not a bad $11. amount. $11. Ooh, there's just something about, it. Something about that. <laughs> the president peeking into the Federal Reserve. Hey, you guys are in that $11 bill, right? <laughs> Ten. Um, it, it is a big deal to get into the top five comedy podcasts. Uh, of course, I want to celebrate them. I just wanted to point out that some of the other stuff in the top five was it actually didn't sound that good to me. Um, oh, I didn't even see it. What was it? Yeah. So, like, the Sloppy Boys were three, but, like, number five was the Jackoff pod. And I'm like, that doesn't even... That doesn't sound that good, but here's this. It says two guys jack off and try to come. One guy will come on the other guy, and maybe the other guy will come on something else. It's a, it's a new two guys every week who like to jack off, and a lot of the listeners call in to jack off on the phone, it says. And that's mm. a pod. You can just do a podcast about that, I guess. That hey, I, got seem... you, I got something you guys can jack off on. <laughs> I got something for the pod you guys can jack off on. What about jacking off on an old air conditioner? Listen to the archives. We did it last week. Bye. Um, one of the guys even, uh, I, I saw one of the guys was uh, was talking, uh, he was posting online. He said, I'm going to go back to my apartment to fucking jerk off. I feel like I'm about to explode. <laughs> so I don't know if that's the type of content. I don't know. One of the hosts, they change them every week, I guess. So I don't know. Sloppy boys, you're too better than that show. But I guess is that anything to really write home about? And like, well, like, look at this. Number four. Mr. Miyagi's Wacky Way of Life is the name of number four that came in a number. That's one of the top five best pod comedy podcasts of the year. Mr. Miyagi's Wacky Way of Life. Starring the Mr. Miyagi guy. From- well, that's, yeah, that's what it says. It says Pat Morita is, of course, long since dead, but it doesn't mean we still can't learn from him. Spend an hour each week with everyone's favorite grandpa master played very authentically by a white improv guy. And maybe even win mm. tournament gold. Headphones on, headphones off. That doesn't even make sense. Headphones on. Wax on, wax from the movie. I yeah, but headphones off. That doesn't help you listen to the... That felt like they, it. it felt like they tried to shoehorn it in. Like, hey, we've got all this. We've got a guy who can do a really <laughs> good Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. I don't know. Don't say he does a really good Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> yeah. I don't, think it, I don't think it was good. That's what they said. <laughs> okay. Um, so then Sloppy one Boys to one impression of him. <laughs> I mean, if you didn't see him, if you didn't see him doing it, that would actually be ideal. <laughs> if you could just hear him doing it. That's why it's, that's why the podcast, that's yeah. why the podcast works. Once number four, Sloppy Boys at number three, blah, blah, blah. Great show. Funny guys. Um, definitely support them. Their music is so good. Check them um, out. They're funny, funny, funny. Ha ha ha. We love them so much. Number two, Cephalopod cast. I didn't really get Ooh, this. Squids um, and such. Yeah. Correctly, right? I think so. But is that funny? Is that a funny? But it says under the sea, this 10 minute daily pod gets you up close or should I say down low? That's not what that means. And personal with, with some of the ocean's most pawsome creatures. Cephalopods don't, don't have, have, they don't have paws. What is that? I don't know. Podsome. Maybe you should say for that. 
Yeah, right? Fucking. Yeah, fucking. What do they got? I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just and and how many are show. how many are there? Squid, octopus, uh, jellyfish. Yeah, but it's the funniest one. I guess, I guess it's like the funniest one every week. I don't know. That's seems weird to me. Um, but of course, number one, I will admit, number one is really good. Hanging with hanging with Mister Cooper. Um, they do kind of the they do a rewatch of. Did you ever watch that show, Hanging with Mister Cooper? Hanging with Mister Cooper. No. Oh man, I'm looking up the funny cephalopod thing, and one of them is like a squid jacked a guy off. It was like a diving instructor who fell, slipped, and fell off the boat. And they started filming him, you know, and they were rescuing him. And then a squid came up and was like, "Yeah, jacked him, jacked his shit off with his fucking hand or whatever." I bet that oh, would bro. feel really good. I bet that would feel because <laughs> some a lot of the sex toys you can get kind of look like a squid, anyways. What the fuck? You know what I'm talking about? You know, like one of those little, like a tinga egg. That looks like a squid. Yeah, I guess so. Can you fuck um, a squid? Find out on the Cephala podcast. That's right. Or maybe Sloppy Boys as well. I don't know. Maybe now they're looking up and they're seeing, okay, Cephala podcast was in Hanging with Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Those were the only two that were better than us. So maybe for the next year, we'll bring in some more cephalopods and we'll we'll try to get Mark Curry on the show. Why don't you dump a bunch of fucking snails all over my dick? Anything. I got to get the numbers up. <laughs> That's probably some of the conversations they're having over there at Sloppy Boys HQ. Uh, so without further ado, why don't we go ahead and let you listen to this episode? Really, really a lot of fun and maybe even stick around. There might be there might be some more from uh, Mike and JF popping in throughout the episode. Um this is YKS Premium with Tim Kalpakis, Season 15, Episode 3. Gang, we've got Bloody Marys on here. We've got a Joke Blogger Top 10 on here. Oh, boy. You are in for a treat. Why don't you pour yourself a Bloody Mary as well? It's two days after Christmas. I won't tell. Mike, will you tell? Santa's always watching. Okay, so I, Mike will tell. I don't tell. have to tell. <laughs> okay, so maybe don't do the drink thing. But anyways, enjoy the episode. Here you go. <laughs> YKS Premium, Mike and JF here. We're kicking back. This is where we're letting our hair down behind the velvet rope, folks. And we got a great episode today. I said that on the regular episode, and it was a, a bold-faced lie. It, it was, was the worst, one of the worst shows we've ever done. He said it was going to be a great episode. He fucking lied to you people. Lied right Dog to shit. Faces. Dog shit. But this one is actually good. We actually made an effort. We tried on this one, and I think you're going to be really impressed yeah, by it. This one's good, and we're not lying this time. <laughs> <laughs> we've been looking forward to this one for a while as soon as as soon as it was just a twinkle in my eye and i had this i had this grand plan laid out and i said mike check this out i was like john taffer on the on the hood of his chevy tahoe and i rolled out the blueprints and i yeah. said listen here pal point to me with your pinky and <laughs> this is it. i got i got two guys undercover going inside <laughs> And they're they're followed by thirteen cameras, okay? But they they st at the same time. Um, let's let's go ahead and get into it and stop the bullshit because we got ice melting, and that's a hint as to what we got going on here. Uh, joining us today, a, a writer and actor from the Birthday Boys and the Sloppy Boys, 
You know him, you love him. He's the Greek freak, Tim Kalpakis. Tim, what's hey, going on, brother? What is up? How's it going, guys? Hello. So um, good to see you. Great to see you. I'm, I didn't know this was going to be a premium episode. I like that. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I want to, so am I like firmly behind a paywall right now? I oh, can say yeah. whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Let her rip. That's good. Cause I don't, I don't <laughs> want any of this getting out to the public. I'm only comfortable. <laughs> I only want to perform for a paying customer. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times what we'll do, Tim, is we will ha- we'll have the premium episodes where we, uh, 75% of them, we make no effort whatsoever to make them any good. And then what do we, what we do with the other 25% is we try to make them good. Then, and this is the, this is actually the key to sustaining our business and getting uh, our bills paid uh, for years at this point is we will release the somewhat decent one to the public and say, this is what they all are like. <laughs> and yeah. then basically they climb into the, l- the little Pinocchio cage and, and then the sides fall out, down. They can't and you got them. <laughs> there is, there's no way of getting out, right? They would have to, uh, yeah. you know, get change their social security number. <laughs> yeah. We got I mean, them. Yeah. yeah. It's over. <laughs> it's over. You're in the claws, baby. We got them. <laughs> Sorry, folks. You're fucked. <laughs> um, Thanks so much for coming on, Tim. Uh, we're we're huge fans of of you. Basically, everything everything you've done. I mean, all the stuff that you do that we all know about. But honestly, even the room you're in right now, we love. is very eclectically <laughs> decorated. What's going on back there? Uh, what is happening? This this is sort of uh, the office of a comedy writer with a twisted mind. <laughs> is that is that uh, Albert Einstein with his tongue out? <laughs> yeah, I wake up every morning. I look at that and I laugh my ass off. Because <laughs> here's the here's one of the most serious guys of all time. I mean, yeah, you would think right. a guy with that brain he wouldn't he wouldn't clown around. You'd think his tongue would be way back yeah. at the back of his yeah. throat. It's all the way down. Yeah, it goes down further really than anybody has ever yeah, put like their dipping tongue into his stomach. <laughs> oh, um, this is all my goofy. What I, I've got a room full of stuff here that I never that I didn't buy because it's all taken from you know sketch prop off the wall of a comedy sketch sketch prop gift gift uh <laughs> you know rap gifts from shows it, it's a it's a shrine to my body of work yeah that's cool but <laughs> but that boom box i mean you're kicking out some jams on that that is that i did buy and that's cool as hell that, <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean it's just a you know a, a bluetooth speaker but it's shaped like a boom box so i feel oh, really cool when cute. i bring it around yeah, yeah. Nice. You've been doing that a lot this past year? Yeah, like pretty much nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> Take the old so boombox out. <laughs> it's the it's the uh, Einstein poster in the morning, and then it's a full day of boombox, and then I just sort of Netflix and chill the rest of the time. You know? That's so fun. Um, now, you so so look, you're you're in L.A. right now, right? So you didn't do, so it's, it's sort of like, am I crazy or is it just like all the comedy people in LA did sort of a, like at the end of the Avengers, like the world was saved and they all just went their separate, well, all over the country, right? They just spread out. Yeah. They, yeah, they really did. And I feel jealous because if I, if I had had the foresight, I could have made a move like that, but I've been, spent the last year thinking like, oh, it's like another month of this. So it's not yeah. worth going anywhere, <laughs> yeah. but I would have loved to be someplace cool. Like if I was like a, in like a cabin in the mountains somewhere yeah. and that would be cool but no i didn't everybody's gone and i don't really see anybody and when i do see him it's weird yeah <laughs> yeah that's too bad huh it's like because do you kiss now or do you not kiss what is right. the rule 
I know. I lean in and then people are like, well, remember. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I had that with my Xfinity guy. I leaned in for one. (laughs) I had him with my, with my wife. (laughs) (laughs) We're not bubbled. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's been a crazy year. Um, So you're, you're doing the sloppy boys shows over there. We were listening to, we were listening to these episodes. I'm laughing my ass off. I barely have time to get anything done around the house because (laughs) I'm laughing my ass off. And Uh, you guys have been over there making some cocktails, right? This is what you guys do all day. Drink. We're going. Yeah. We, we, we basically are stupid. We like drinks, but we're dumb. So the, the, our podcast is we're going through the IBA cocktail list which is this a very standard straightforward nothing fancy but like these are the drinks that are recognized by the bartenders of the world yeah and we're trying to make it through the whole list and i don't know i thought that i think we've done 20 episodes and i thought we would have maybe picked up a few tips and tricks by now (laughs) but they just won't stick this it's it's interesting that you put it that way because so for uh, for a little while uh many years ago when I was doing two things that I no longer do, uh, one of which is uh, write, which mm-hmm. that's stupid. Never do that. <laughs> Waste of time. Bad. Can't make any money doing that. Um, it's also really hard, um, and you're probably not good at it. So yeah, don't. And there's like the spelling and all. Oh, you gotta sound yeah. out the words. It's been so long as I've forgotten that was actually part of it. But it really, it's actually a huge part. <laughs> it's uh, central. <laughs> and I, and so I used to write under a little nom de plume called the beer idiot. That was my. My, my, my premise was I liked, Hey, I like drinking beer, but I don't want to know anything about the beer that I'm drinking. So sort of a celebration of this, the stupidest, crappiest, uh, just the crap that you get everywhere in any store that you drink on a hot day, you drink while you're driving the lawnmower around the yard and the lawn's mm-hmm. already cut, but you don't want to go inside of the old misses with the rolling <laughs> yeah. pin, you know, yeah, you don't want to get nagged. And and I thought I, I similarly to you, I believed that at some point I would pick up, oh yeah, like the tannins and all. I can definitely tell the different uh, hops, varietals, and stuff. Nope, just got drunk a lot. I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't pick anything up whatsoever. You know, and just it, it's hard actually. Yeah, there's there's too much to learn, and it's daunting. And I I'm the same way where it's like, I that's that's the type of beer that I drink, and I sort of will just come up with my own differences between like Miller genuine draft and Miller high life. And I'll be like, well, Miller genuine draft is more like Miller <laughs> high life like that. And I know I could talk about that for hours. It's still, I still don't know what a hop is. No, not a <laughs> clue. It's a plant. There you go. Now I know. Okay. So you're going to take that into the next episode maybe. And let the guys kinda, I feel like a beer genius. Yeah. <laughs> beer is actually made from plants and uh, some of its Damn. water as well. Dispensing some information about <laughs> you need to that know explains the wetness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I know. So I no longer uh, drink. Um, I totally could if I wanted to. Just don't feel like it. And I, I thought that it would be cool to for us to basically steal the premise of what you guys do for your show. Since we don't have any ideas anymore, we're totally tapped out <laughs> at zero, at empty on that for a while. And we thought that we could make a little cocktail like you guys do. So before the ice melts completely, um, I thought we would go ahead and get started here. Now, Mike is doing his version uh, the right way. I'm doing it the, you know, the, yeah, the lame eyeball, guy way. I am. I'm actually, I went to the IBA and I looked up the recipe and I, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing two. I'm thinking I'm going to, I'm going to think I'm going to do two different ones. I oh, got the, I got the spicy hot. We haven't even V8. said what it is yet. Oh, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I mean, well, you should say it. I'm just saying, say it before you say what it's spicy. It's a Bloody Mary. Yep. <sighs> Everybody going crazy. Oh my God. People are losing their shit over this. <laughs> it's, I think it's one of my favorite drinks, JF. Well, is it's that perfect. A, what, what is that? Is that a hop you got in there? Is I, this is a, I've got a hop in here. I got this from the back of the cellar. Um, you you gar- garnish with one big hop. <laughs> one big hop. Went down in the root cellar and got yourself a hop out. That's cool. So what I thought, I thought this was perfect because Mike has been drinking Bloody Mary's like an absolute loon lately. He's been going, he's, he's a Bloody Mary fiend. Okay. He oh, loves this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and Tim, as you suggested, it's a pretty good, I mean, reasonably decent uh, virgin cocktail as well. So. Yeah, it's probably the only I um I do drink and I drink to excess. And, <laughs> but um but blood a bloody mary is probably the one that I do order virgin just cuz it tastes delicious and I'm, I'm not in the mood to drink. There's yeah. there's certain I mean I love uh I love martinis, but what's left? Uh, you would it would olive brine maybe. Yeah, I guess that is it, right? Cuz the Yeah, here's here's the dumb guy challenge. What what goes in a cocktail? Okay, so a martini is uh, gin or vodka, mm-hmm. classically gin, but contemporaneously vodka, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're going to want, and now are we going dirty? I don't know. We got olive juice in there. We've got uh, dry vermouth. Is this right? Yes. Yes. Um, maybe you throw some juice in there. Maybe you throw three olives in there. Hell, if you got three olives brand vodka, why not go with three <laughs> olives on top, right? It just makes sense. Dude, I hate to break it to you. Uh, you're a mixologist. <laughs> 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 that is uh, exactly... I've been, I'm a big martini guy and I always do it with the, I go very dry. So very little vermouth and a little splash of the olive brine to make it dirty. But then I just took a craft cocktail class and the guy was like, vermouth and olive juice don't go together. So just have one or the other. And he was like, have vermouth and put a lot of vermouth and use like a lemon twist. Or if you don't like that, cut the vermouth entirely and go olives, but uh, when you get stuck in the between zone, you don't you don't want to be there. Yeah, I've been there in the between <laughs> zone. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, well, mine's going to be really boring. As you can see, I've got this uh, I've got this tall glass with a lot of ice cubes in it. I've got the uh, I've got the old I've got the very old <laughs> very old on its way out a sprig of parsley here that I've draped on oh, the side. Yeah. It's um, hanging. It, it looks like a potted plant. With <laughs> A big hanging leaf there. Uh, it looks very depressed. It's not. It's not good. It's sad. Um, and I've got the. I've got the the stalk of celery as well. I understand that's that's quite uh, common, traditional. And I've got the uh, the recommended award winning Bloody Mary mix, Zing Zang. And I'm gonna pour a little bit of the Zing Hell Zing yeah. in here. Um, now, what do you guys recommend? I, Filling it to the top. I mean, yeah. There's no vodka going in there, so I guess you're just doing, you know. Ice, you got ice. Yeah, I got the ice. So there you go. So okay. Go so what are you guys drinking on? Um, I am. I went with the IBA cocktail uh, recipe. So this is a very straightforward one. It's like an ounce and a half uh, of vodka, and then like double that amount of tomato juice. Fifteen milliliters of uh, fresh lemon juice—that's a half mm. an ounce. And then here's what's weird, and I keep coming across this, and it bothers me. They say two dashes of uh, Worcestershire sauce, but like yeah. a dash. What's a you know a dash? Right. Yeah. I, I I I I went. I tried the dash out of the bottle, and it glugged. I so mean, it, yeah, it's a, glug. it's a glug. It's a glug. It's a glug. It's a glug. Is that is the problem? 
art. So two dashes equals one glug glug. This is, I mean, that's somebody how- write this down somewhere. I don't know where we come up with this crap. <laughs> you hate it. Where do we come up? <laughs> um, I did. I, t- t- Tab- Tabasco sorry. and celery, salt and pepper to taste. So, you know, yeah. is this okay? Us. Is this okay what I'm doing here, Tim? Frank's, I've got Frank's Red Hot. Red is hot. that okay? I got Tabatio. Okay. Oh. A little Tabatio. Yeah. So, I mean, Frank's Red Hot, that's like your, that's like your buffalo, buffalo wing sauce. Tapatio yeah. is like your Mexican taco mm-hmm. type of hot sauce. That's fun. That We're going to have a little variety going on here. I've got that's Tabasco. Nice. That's the classic, right? Yeah. yeah. That's... Uh, that's the old Louisiana traditional. It okay, really so is. I've, Mike, s- I've, set, I've set myself up a little differently here. I have I have a, a glass here, a click hole glass that I got That's uh, so about cool. 16 years ago. And I only use this because I know the uh, how far up to fill it up with vodka and then how far to fill it up with tomato juice. But... Uh, you're, you're, the truth is you're proud because you submitted a joke to them and then they used it on their site and you're really proud of that. Just tell, yeah, tell they the truth. Gave me, they gave me a cup. You submitted the joke. You were like, breaking news. Everything's like freaking crazy. And they yeah. ran. It was a long yeah. time ago. They it ran it. It was a long time ago. They loved it back then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I, put, I, I salted the uh, rim here with uh, wow. some spices here. I got it. Yeah, he's serious. So I got the celery salt, of course. Mm-hmm. I got the uh, uh, black pepper, and mm-hmm. I have the. Uh, now this is this is this is a little different. I didn't. I didn't. I'm not going to do the first one by the book because I like to put this on. It's a little tagine sauce. Oh, is wow! That stuff, yeah. But uh, what is is it, is that the stuff they put on the fruit at the fruit yeah, stands? That's right. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ooh, I love those bowls of fruit. That's, That's delicious. Pretty, those are so good. I, I've only been to Los Angeles one time and, and I did get some fruit. I was walking around. I was just, wa- I was just walking around the streets of LA. Tim, I don't know if you've ever done this. You ever do that? <laughs> I've been here for 15 years. I have not tried it. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Across my mind. The, I was walking around because um, I went to, I went to Earwolf and I was, I was on a Hollywood handbook and nice. I was talking to those two guys and I was like, Hey, you guys want to do something after this? And uh, there, there were a flat no, yeah. uh, two, two, <laughs> two hard no's from Hayes and we're Sean. We're available, but we do not <laughs> want to. Can I tell you, I don't think I've ever said this before because it is so embarrassing, but it is also very funny. I'll tell you what, um, I'll t- Hayes had to go do something probably very important, I'm guessing. And, mm-hmm. and, and Sean told me, he said, oh, that would be really good. But you know what? I, I can't because... We we got one of these boxes, one of these, bo- you know, like HelloFresh or whatever, like one of the Blue Apron meals or whatever d- delivered to the house. And it's about to go bad. And I got to go home and I got to make this <laughs> for lunch or it's going to go bad. And so I just, you know, I can't go anywhere. And I was like, well, you know what? I understand. So I just I I just walked out of that parking lot and then just fucking just like kept walking. <laughs> just, you know, like, to go. <laughs> just like I don't care what happens to me from here. And I was just walking around and grabbed a fruit and it had some of the spice on it. And I said spicy fruit oh yeah <laughs> you know that's better than any blue apron meal you're going to be cooking up at home i know oh well God. look by that point it was too he was already long gone peeled out mercedes s class just peeled it burned rubber <laughs> right in my face <laughs> they were both in there and they were laughing <laughs> smoking their big cigars on the way out of the parking lot have a nice trip back to podunkville <laughs> hillbilly <laughs> Um, all right. So are we all poured? Are we all poured up? Yeah, we're poured. Okay. I'm poured up. 
I'm, I'm getting, I'm dropping some cubes. Here we go. Okay. Now, Dan, are you going to join us in a drink as well? Yeah, I'll do a shot with you guys. Okay, producer Dan oh, yeah. has, it looks to me like it's a Japanese whiskey, is that right? Yeah, it's a Hibiki. Wonderful, wow. That looks good. That looks very good. Kind of wish right. I could use the celery as a straw to get some type of flavor. Uh, yeah. You know, just to get, wouldn't that be cool? Can you not? If you just suck it really hard, can you not? I don't know. Let me try. I, I think you could. It would just take a month, but I do think that that's how celery gets water up to the leaves. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the xylitols or whatever that goes in there. I don't remember what yes, it is. the xylitols. <laughs> oh, mine whistled. Wow. Oh, my God. That actually sounds pretty awesome. Like, uh, could you guys, Tim, could you guys use that in anything? I was rolling on that and uh, we got it. That's getting sampled. <laughs> All right. Well, cheers, boys. Let's have a sip. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> Dan's got good. his whiskey drinking face on. I can tell that. That hits. That must Ooh. hit. Whiskey straight from the bottle, Dan. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. He's going through it. Let's place my shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's so, okay so that's not like 1800 tequila where the top is a shot does it not do that with no your, it's your, just a cork on the top oh wow missed opportunity there they gotta get uh, why doesn't click hole make tops for bottles because mm -hmm. that would be awesome if you could do a yeah. shot mike are you, yeah, are you still in touch another joke <laughs> <laughs> I think just if you like tag something on <laughs> someone else's joke, they'll send you a shot glass. <laughs> uh, so what are we thinking, gang? What do you think about this? Um, this is good. It's my, uh, that recipe made me a nice standard down the middle. Well, I didn't don't have any of the flourishes you guys have, like the salted rim or the or the hot sauce. Uh, I mean the uh, the garnishes even the but big hop. Yeah, oh, you, you, don't, you don't have. I was the worried on. because I I thought I said. I bragged to you guys and said, I've got all the ingredients already. I don't even have to go to the store. Yeah. And then I reached into my cabinet now, cabinet and pulled out a little can of Campbell's tomato juice and the expiration date, 2019. Oh, but my God. I said, what do I care? If, if I die, I die. Right. But I, I got to make this <laughs> drink and um, it tastes fine. So- Everybody drink old tomato juice. Yeah. It's good. Don't yeah. pay attention any attention to the expiration dates on any food. It doesn't matter. <laughs> any food? <laughs> what? Well, some of the foods I think may be okay to <laughs> maybe just give it a once over before you put it yeah, in a just, hole there. You know, just regard it uh, and make your own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say. I'm actually really surprised at how good this does taste. I I don't have a huge experience. With Bloody Marys, and I, I really do think that a lot of that is due to the fact that uh, I have older children. So I'm I'm 33 years of age, Tim, and His I have kids are 79 years old and uh, 68 years old. <laughs> so it's so it's been weird. <laughs> that is so heartbreaking when the kids get that old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really strange, you know. Um, so, so that's your it, it's it's hard to. You're you're not going to be waking up in the morning and drinking a Bloody Mary. You got kids to take care of. That's right. And I never, but see, but see, my oldest is going on ten years old this year. So, wow. all the way back to early twenties, I'm not getting those experiences of, and I wouldn't anyways because I'm a huge loser who doesn't like people. But I don't, 
I wouldn't be going out and getting hammered and then going out the next morning and like needing to recover from being hammered, which is basically that's when you're getting the Bloody Mary, right? Yes. And it is funny because I feel like five, six years ago when I first got really into Bloody Marys, I would (laughs) I would like want the excuse to have a Bloody Mary on a Sunday morning. So I remember being out on Saturday night and it's like last call. and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have like a double shot (laughs) right at the end (laughs) to ensure there's a hangover so that I wake up like, where's my bloody man? (laughs) It's such a good drink. I've been drinking it for like the past fucking week and a half or something. It's so good. (laughs) Are you gonna? You, does it? Does it? Is it gonna affect you like uh, esophagically? Are you gonna get any like acid reflux? Because this is a very. I mean, this yeah. is an acidic drink. I mean, just tomato, but throw the alcohol on top or the hot sauce if you got it. The salt. This is this is like tummy trouble heaven. I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mix it up. I I've been having a bloody, and then I'll have a mojito. <laughs> <laughs> or right. se- or several beers and uh basically the only rule of thumb there is for drinking is to not do that i think right <laughs> yeah. uh, That's a- it does give me heartburn i'm new i'm new to the heartburn game and tomato <laughs> juice i i had a friend a, f- a few years ago a friend uh and he, he's still this way my friend carl has never had a headache oh he, he doesn't he's 35 he doesn't know what they feel like, and he's like fascinated by it because he, so he's like, "Your head like hurts," and <laughs> and I thought that was the strangest thing, but I remember talking to him about it and saying, "I've never had heartburn," and that sounds crazy, like heartburn. And now I'm 37, and just in the last two years, it's like if I take even the slightest sip of tomato juice, specifically mm-hmm. tomato juice, which sucks because I love this drink, but like my body doesn't want me to have it. It does be bad. I thought my life was over when I had the recurrent heartburn. I, I mean, in my 20s, I was having this, and I was to the point where I was doing the, I think, Prilosec, which is the one you take for like two weeks, and then it's supposed to be in your system, and then you don't, you can't come back to it for like a couple months because it's like working its magic on your acid in your gut or whatever. Like, I was like, I need to go, I need to go to like a sleep doctor or whatever. Like, I need to get my shit, I can't sleep right. I'm like, it makes me want to barf all the time. And and what it turned out was, is that I was just a fat guy who ate like shit. So <laughs> that, when I stopped doing that, it had helped me out, you know, so I can still eat tomatoes and stuff, which is good. So is, is like acid reflux as simple as like, if you're a fat guy who eats too much food, which is what I am and what I do, am I, am I piling up so much food into my stomach that it's spilling up in, it's like trying to get out my throat? <laughs> It can't, it can't be that simple, and yet I don't know what the explanation is any better than that. It's some other explanation. Right. That just works the exact same way. So there's actually nothing wrong with explaining it like you just did, and everyone who's mad can shut up. It's an educational tool to be stupid. All the doctors are shaking their Just relax. Yeah. Calm down. Is that, you guys have a lot of uh, doctor subscribers? It's show? mostly doctors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You listen to it while they operate on people, and sometimes we get a lot of emails. They're like, "I was I was operating on this guy, it was, and you guys said the funniest shit, and I uh, I sewed him back up, and I left my uh, phone in there." Yeah, I'm leaving this voicemail by yelling at his belly. You wouldn't believe how many times that happened. Yeah, um, this is. This is really, this is good. It's now it's savory and a savory drink is always something I think of as being weird. I don't think there's not a lot of them, right? You got this, you got anything with clam juice in it, right? Right. A, a Caesar is uh, right. 
Dan yeah, was mentioning Kamana. that they love that up in Canada as opposed to the Bloody Mary. They like the Caesar. You throw the oh Kamana yeah, it's invented in, in Calgary, I believe. Ah, which, which doesn't seem like a big clam town, but hey, you know what? what can you, you know do? what? You know what? Just, <laughs> just I'm writing them all off up just there. Fuck them. <laughs> um, here's a weird one: is uh, well, other savory cocktails. I love a, a michelada, you know, mm. which is the same mix plopped into a beer. Right. It counts. Uh, there's other ways to do it too. But uh, more recently, me and the Sloppy Boys tried one called the Bull Shot. Have you ever heard of that? The Bull Shot. Never heard no. of that. I was, I was watching Caddyshack and uh, Rodney Dangerfield. I was like, hey, can I have a bull shot? And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I looked it up and it's from Detroit in the 50s and it's, it's vodka and beef broth. Wow. Wow. Okay. And you can, a lot of these other spices that we put into this tomato thing go into a bull shot lemon and celery salt and Tabasco. Worcestershire sauce yeah so it's it's kind of an alternative yeah. it's a beefy alternative to the bloody that just seems Fine. like it would absolutely not mix at all like it just completely separates right it we shook it up and it got like frothy and I gotta say, I I liked it because it, because of all the other stuff. I had try I tried it once when it was just the beef broth and the vodka, and it was that thing where like two things mixed together and they were not greater than the sum of their parts. It was yeah. just like sep- in my mouth. I was like, "There's vodka and there's soup." <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, but when you have the lemon and everything, it, it was pretty. I'm not a big sweets guy, so I I'll, anything salty, I'm I'm into. The the one now my my sh- my shot taking period was extremely small in my life. There was a time where I was taking shots, and that was basically just like just uh, just like associating myself with the novelty of being able to drink, um, and maybe not even legally at that point, but just being at home and like pouring a shot and going, I can do this whenever the fuck I want. Um, <laughs> and I can remember one thing that I was enjoying doing at that time, in addition to uh, barfing a lot, was. A was a I think it's called a prairie fire, I think is what I was drinking. So it's then that is just tequila and hot sauce, which I I liked. I liked that a very spicy, uh, nothing to it, obviously nothing to really savor the flavor, but still, you know, kind of probably Um, a bad, probably a bad thing to drink. Probably shouldn't drink that. Seeing you can do it with moonshine also, moonshine and hot sauce. Okay, Mm. that's that's in the moonshine flavors. When I went to the liquor store to get this Zing Zang stuff here, which is very good, I think, um, I I first asked the guy if they had any tomato juice, and he basically laughed at me. And I was like, "That's it's actually fine to ask if you have tomato <laughs> juice. It's, <laughs> it's conceivable that you would have that here. You understand yeah. why that is, right? Um, but I uh, I was looking at the moonshine aisle. The fucking moonshine has exploded. Yeah. There is so many flavors of moonshine now. It's crazy. Everybody's got their own moonshine they came out with. A lot of them are not great. Like the sour berry moonshine. I don't know if you've ever had any moonshine, Tim, or if you like it. I've got a jar. Somebody gave me a big yeah. mason jar of moonshine as, as a gift, and I haven't opened it yet. But I didn't even know. Like To me, moonshine just meant like illegal liquor mm-hmm. that was made in the 20s yeah. in a bathtub does yeah. it does it refer to any specific like ingredient or taste yeah or it, now know? nowadays legally speaking and don't i i it, correct me if i'm wrong i think it just means it's it's just like grain alcohol um yeah. just distilled in a legal fashion with the taxes paid and all that stuff it's just grain alcohol with with the flavorings in it now so like pecan pie and uh, cherries blueberry whatever but it's like I mean, it's, it's essentially vodka, except for it's 
it's not potatoes. It's not uh, grapes. It's not anything interesting. It's just like it's just like fucking uh, nasty shit that you give to I think a cow. It's, uh, I think it's what is it? Barley? Is <laughs> what, it? What is it made out of? What is moonshine made? It's hops, actually. It's a hop. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> take it. Every bottle hops of moonshine is one hop. <laughs> <laughs> to just oh, ring is, it out. That makes sense. It's the one to one conversion. Um I uh so I, I maybe maybe the tomato juice wouldn't have been as good though. I think this I think this zing I think the zing zang is actually exactly what you want. Because what has it got in here? Look, it's first of all, the bottle is unbreakable and lightweight. So that's good, right? Plastic yeah. bottle. And you've you know been trying good. to smash that thing and you, it won't budge. Yeah, nothing, nothing doing on this bad boy. My head hurts, but it's got, what is it, is it going to tell me the ingredients here? Here we go, tomato puree, okay. Then we got the juice blend, gang. We got carrot, we got celery. Wow, they beat me to it. Damn. Parsley, uh, beet concentrate, lettuce, watercress, spinach. I think they could have left out the watercress, and I probably wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing that, but it has everything in here. It's got the pepper, the celery salt, the celery seed. Worcestershire sauce. Look, they got it. They thought of it all in this thing. Yeah, it's not a bad mix. It's got a lot of zip to it. It's got zing and it's got <clears> zang, man. It's got zing. It's got zang. And it does say zing. Zing is the first ingredient, which is really cool. Um, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois. Very nice. Um, so, Tim, what what is... Now, what's your history with drinking booze? My history with drinking booze is... Well... I don't, you know, you mentioned you have, you have kids mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't have any kids, but I do have millions of sperm. Nice. Oh, okay. Congrats. That's and awesome. So, so it's sort of, you know, I kind of uh, managed to uh, look, look after them. And then in my, in my downtime, <laughs> in my downtime, I like to relax a little. Take care of my sperm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, they they want me to loosen up too. They don't want a stiff master. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Not not dad, master. You're the master. Of it. Yeah. Okay. No, I I own them. Um, <laughs> but I um well, I I feel I, I I would have been from like high school into college, I was just a beer drinking whatever it was the cheapest beer. And I'm I'm not too far from that now. I mean, I love tiki drinks. I went, there's a place in LA really close to me called the Tiki Tea. And it's not just a good tiki bar, but it's sort of like a historic one where the the old guy that opened this bar had been a bar back at the original tiki bar ever. So okay. it's like oh, got wow. this like lineage and it's walkable from my house. So I got really into Mai Tais and that type of thing. And then also in LA, we got the like Musso and Frank is like a really good old martini place. So I think it was kind of the history of the stuff around me that made me want to uh, drink more than just uh, like a yellow can of Coors all the time, which tended to be my my go to. So yeah. I'm only a few years into you to being a cocktail guy, and hey, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I tried to put together a bar for like well, what's the, like oh I, I want to make all I want to be able to make the cocktails that people want. I'm not going to be drinking them. People are going to come over. I'll be able to whip them up a cocktail or whatever. And here, and here's what I learned when you do that is nobody cares. Nobody, pre, <laughs> nobody wants you to do that. It's weird if you try to do that. And it's also, it's like $400 to even attempt yeah. to get like the, the bourbon and yeah. the whatever. Like it fucking sucks. Don't even do that. Just get the beers. It's funny when some, even though we are adults, like 
it still feels like if I'm at someone's house and they want to make me like a cocktail cocktail, it feels like they're playing house or they're they're pretending to be a, a grown up yeah. and putting on a bit of a show. And yeah, I mean, a lot of the time, sometimes you taste a drink and you're like, hey, that's great. But usually if someone's going the extra effort to make me a drink, I'm not always noticing what they're doing in there. Yeah, that's it's mainly for you, I think, to do. If you're doing it, it's like your thing. You just want to have something to do and to make the drink. And that's and that's actually why I will continue to do it whenever we can have people over again is because I don't want to talk about anything. I just want I want to get back there. I want to get behind the bar. You know, I want to I want to sidle up there with my bow tie, you know, put the little tip jar out. Oh, yeah, you know? put a, yeah, a little wax in that mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like that. too. I um, like if I'm at a party that has a barbecue grill, I will take it over very fast. (laughs) And and not even because I'm like one of those people who's like, Hey, I know what I'm doing more. Just like it's, it's a lot, it's a more fun way to socialize. If you're to have people walk over and be like, can I have a hot dog? And then I kind of click the tongs at them a few times. Hey, one hot dog coming up. I'm, I'm more comfortable in that zone. What other kind of bits do you do at the grill? Well, you can take the tongs and you can (laughs) pretend that they're your dick. Yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> and you could put, you could hold it back behind your butt like it's someone else's dick, and you go, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if somebody if somebody wants it uh, on the on the lighter side of it, you could say it's still moving. You could still say you could say yeah. that. That's yeah. kind of funny to I do. Will def- I will definitely do that. Um, yeah. And then if they order it well done, uh, I could make a joke of like, oh, okay, you're getting burnt. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say I would say something uh, very offensive, and I would get removed from the place. <laughs> is what I would do. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I'll say something offensive, and they won't even have to remove me. I'll just be like, you know what? I'll, I'm, you know what? If I go, this one's on me. I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna call it a night. <laughs> And these tongs are coming with me. <laughs> snip, 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 snip. They hear me clacking down the street. There goes Mr. Tongs. But do you, so do you, even now that you don't drink, you still like mixing up cocktails for house guests? Yeah, I definitely will. You know, and, and, and my wife will have a phase where she's, she like cares about that. She'll be like, I want a blue drink, you know? So, so I'll be like, I'm looking into what is the blue drink that I could possibly make. <laughs> and there's, there's actually two. There's the blue Hawaii and the blue Hawaiian. And one of them she loves and one of them she fucking hates with a passion. And I don't remember I wanted the, I wanted the blue drink from Mandalorian. That's what she's talking about. <laughs> That's what she's fucking talking. She wants yeah. the blue milk, dude. You you know her too well, Mike, after all these years. <laughs> um but yeah, I like doing that. You know, it's like it is it is a it is a hosting thing. And it is you're right, it is playing house, but it is like I feel like I should do something because my kids are running around. My dogs probably like are biting you. So I want there to be some kind of element of why, why am I here? You know, why am I even at this guy's house? He's got the TV blaring. He's not even listening to me. But I do have this nice uh, cocktail. It's it's a blue and it's like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything. It's like uh, it's like a canned coconut milk or whatever. But he tried, you know, he's in there washing dishes now, you know. <laughs> It makes up for all the dog bites. Yeah. <laughs> do you have, are you, do you have the type of dogs that are like all over guests when they walk in? My dogs need to. My dogs are sequestered to the basement area when oh. there are guests, uh, specifically for the reason that they will be in your face at all times, and they just cannot relax. And there are three, there are three boy dogs, which I don't know if that contributes to like they're just outrageous behavior, but they just can't they can't behave themselves. You know, it's like. 
we have company, guys. We talked about this. <laughs> you know? So I sent him down here with a couple of begging strips in there, you know, happy as clams. That's nice. I, w- I would appreciate that if I am, I'm not a dog person and it's sort it's funny. I'm oh, amongst my friends. I'm openly not a dog person and people know that I don't like pets, but it, it's, I have to do a lot of faking if, you know, you go to someone's sure. house for like the first time or something and there's like a, a wet snout in my crotch and I have to be like, hi, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, cute. I did one. I got called out. Do you know uh, uh, Neil Campbell and Paul Rust? Uh, you know sure. those guys, right? Comedy yeah. guys. Um, yeah. One time I went over to Paul's house and Paul was in the other room. So, so like, I didn't realize Neil was in the room with me. I thought I was alone in, in, in the room, in a mm-hmm. living room. And Paul went into the other room to like, get me a glass of water or something. So I'm alone in Paul's living room. And, uh, Paul has this big dog named Judy, who is a very sweet dog. Mm-hmm. Um, but Paul from the other room go and Paul, I guess Paul didn't know that I don't like animals. And Paul goes, Tim, did you, and he's like just the nicest guy on earth. Sure. Like, Tim, did you say hi to Judy? <laughs> and then I'm leaning over like snacks and I'm eating pretzels and I go, hey, Judy. But I, I made no move. <laughs> I was 20 feet away from Judy and I didn't even look at her and I didn't even pretend because I was like, I'm not going to touch a dog. No, nothing against Judy. I don't touch dogs. But I made the sound like I was like playing with Judy when I really wasn't. And Neil saw <laughs> and was like he's not really playing with judy <laughs> and then, like paul came in like what's going on in here and i was like i'm sorry i don't like dogs <laughs> oh my god well that probably blew over quick and hasn't come up since you know i owned it i made i i posted an apology online uh, okay uh, is that what that was a big, a big notes app post notes app, yeah. <laughs> that's the problem when you go over to jesse's house too is dogs will put their snout in your car. They'll try to suck your dick, these dogs. <laughs> he has to lock them away. My dogs love dick. <laughs> that And for me, that would be a big problem because like I told you, I'm very protective of my sperm. Yeah. So I can't just, if I can't just go ejaculating all, you know, yeah. when I'm not expecting it. It's not on the That's calendar. The do- a dog's favorite thing is ejaculated sperm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they love it ejaculated sperm. that's always the the point so the end result of a blowjob that everyone's yeah. going for is like let me get those sperms yeah yeah i gotta have that yeah. ejaculate Can't wait till you ejaculate those sperms that's gonna be yeah. so cool for both of us <laughs> gotta be the best part it feels good when it comes out that's yeah. what i like it feels awesome. i've noticed it feels that. awesome <laughs> yelling <laughs> oh what the hell hell yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> high five <laughs> Hey guys, Mike and JF here. Hope you're enjoying the Tim Kalpakis episode so far. How could you not, far. to yeah. be honest? Good luck not enjoying it. Unless you're a fucking asshole who just has a bad attitude all the time. Right. In which case, I don't want you around here, okay? Yeah, we've got two of those already. I think we're pretty much <laughs> full up on those type of guys. Uh, do not need any more. Um. This is such a fun episode. I actually don't know where Dan is going to drop this in. It's Dan's job to drop it in. He's sort of the guy in charge of these decisions. So Dan, drop it in right in the middle of one of us talking or Tim talking. Preferably. Yeah, I'll be dropping Just... it mid-sentence, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we... I get, We probably haven't done the joke blogger top 10 yet by this point, right? That's probably hasn't happened not, yet. Yeah. 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 That's sort of towards the end. But we have had our Bloody Marys, right? I think so, yeah. Sipping I, on those suckers all day long. I remember looking over at the Bloody Mary while we were recording this 
and mine had no alcohol in it, of course. And looking at it and seeing, I remember, I remember distinctly the celery stalk in it was bad when I got it. Like it was, <laughs> it was limp when I fucking bought the fucking thing. It looked then, fucking pathetic. I think if, if I remember correctly, yeah. It looked. Oh, I didn't know you remembered my like dog shit celery fail. Um, but it was it was bad. But you know what? Drinking tomato juice not that bad. I can kind of see how an old guy would eat into that. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. have an old guy in your life that would drink a V eight? Oh, I yeah, well my 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 grandparents would drink it. You know they would make their own, and so that's yeah. how I grew up drinking it or whatever. Yeah, I remember my uh, I remember my grandpa would have the V eight in the fridge, and I would think because also it was your grandparents' house, so it would legitimately be like the only thing in the fridge. Also, because they would just I don't know yeah. I don't know what they ate. They just went out in the yard and grabbed mm. a bunch of beans. What's your, what's your, you know, what you got to drink in here? Tomato juice or buttermilk? <laughs> <laughs> Which one should I, a seven-year-old kid, drink? It was so fucked, man. I'll just get God. some well. I'll just get some well water. Yes, my man mm. knows what's up. Mm, tastes like the ground. Um, <laughs> I, I can remember I would be over there, and my cousin would come over. My cousin, my cousin would visit from out of state, and he cousin? was like a. Yeah, I had a cousin. Um, a lot of people had cousins uh, back in the day. <laughs> And uh, he would come over. He's a picky eater. He's a younger kid than me, and he would have hot dogs. He would have a hot dog for every meal. And my my grandma, I remember, I remember it was so funny when the hot dog package would show up in the grandma's refrigerator, because I knew it was time for cousin to come by because it was hot dog time. <laughs> would just open up that package of hot dogs. Here's your one hot dog. It's like a little, and just go on his way with his hot dog. You know, Keeney's coming. You got his hot dogs. You got his hot dogs. <laughs> That's how it was back then, man. Nowadays, I know it's all different. Everybody goes out to the French Laundry every time their cousin comes yeah. over. You know, yeah. Oh, my cousin's here. Are you ready to go to Thomas Keller's uh, infamous restaurant? Um, geez, I don't know. I thought I might stay home and have a hot dog, and then and then out come the pitchforks. You know, let's get this guy. Let's get this guy. He wants a simple hot dog. Stay home and have a hot dog. I have to have a hot dog. You don't understand. They will make the hot dog for you. <laughs> You go to a you go to a different place and sit down, and they bring it to you. Is that a good is that a good jackass prank? Is that a good jackass prank? Booking the fancy restaurant reservation and saying I have some meat that I was hoping you could cook because you guys are fancy and it's a hot dog. Could they maybe? What if it came back and it was so good? And it would be right. What is this? You're fucking bouncing jackass ideas off me or something? Could that be a good jack butt prank? <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they. Uh... Oh, there's a guy in the back, Dave England, and he took a big shit on it. And he's like, you ordered the Coney dog. You ordered yeah. the chili dog, yeah, sir. And I said, yeah, and the good. Guy, the rich guy, my word. And he's got the little Who's thing the rich? plops off. Is it Johnny Knoxville? Is he playing the rich guy? I thought it'd be a real rich guy. Oh, shit. And then you make him eat it at gunpoint. That would be a funny fucking prank. That's yeah. actually not bad, yeah. That's actually not bad. <laughs> yeah, and then somebody shoves something up their ass and... Crashes a car or whatever. So <laughs> it doesn't matter, but it could be cool. Um, that's my pitch for Jackass. Uh, speaking of Jackass, we got three of them that you're listening to right now. So why don't we let you get back in the mix? Here's more YKS Premium with Tim Kalpakis. Um, cool. Now, you were, you were talking about posting a notes app on Twitter. And now there's a great Twitter that, that I love to follow. I don't know if you've seen this. It's called Linda Underwear. This okay. is actually one of my favorite. Oh. Uh, now, I, I just wanted to, I, I wanted to ask her, I was hoping we could talk to her. I wanted to ask her, 
what's the best ride you ever gave your husband? Is there any way we could find <laughs> out what she thinks about that? Uh, I know uh, Linda Underwear, Twitter personality Linda Underwear. I do know that when it comes to writing her husband, I've just heard that she has said that she prefers to do it all night and until the break of dawn. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I knew she'd say that. Oh, my God. Oh so I guess God. it's not so much the quality of the ride as much as the quantity. <laughs> 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 or the number of pumps. Uh, she's big on, on pumping. The, you know, yeah. She wants she wants thousands of pumps. Well, and she wants the ejaculated sperms to come out, too, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's sort of like the grand finale of the whole affair, really. <laughs> it really is. Um, what it, what was it like when the guy from This Is Us reached out? Was that was oh, that yeah. was that cool for her? <laughs> uh, yeah, because because the guy <laughs> from This Is Us, whose name escapes me again, but, <laughs> which is bad form at this point, I think. <laughs> yeah, it would have been polite to learn that, but there was. They, uh, Linda Underwear's celebrity hall pass was <laughs> affectionately many times referred to <laughs> by her as the fat guy from This Is Us. <laughs> and uh, 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 yeah, my hall pass is the fat guy uh, and, and a lot of talk of the fat guy from This Is Us. And then, yeah, he eventually, I don't know how it got to him, but he, he retweeted it uh, it, with like, hey, at your service kind of a thing. And he right. was a good, he was a good sport. But here That's was an cool. interesting thing. He, 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 I forget his name and I also forget the character's name, but he, he said, Hey, you're talking, the, the name you're looking for is blank. And he said the character's name. So this is an interesting thing about this guy. Oh, he doesn't identify as fat because in fact he, he used to be overweight and he lost a lot of weight recently. He wears a fat, fat suit for that show. Um, and so he, as a Hollywood actor, is a muscly, thin man who 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 identifies as such. And then the character to him is a lovable fat guy. This is sort of like a Terry Belia Hulk Hogan situation where he was uh, deposed in that case. And, and they asked him whether oh, yeah. he has a 12 inch penis. And he says, no, Hulk Hogan has a 12 inch <laughs> penis. I, Terry Belia, have like a normal sized penis or whatever, <laughs> which is really, really good. That's that's fascinating. That is really yeah. wild. But I like uh, I like knowing you know that that guy's got a whole process and a whole ideology behind it. He's a musician now. He like recorded a folk album, and uh, wow, he's 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 doing great. So can I can I I mean, could we have gotten a fat guy for that role? <laughs> Skinny guy taking a fat guy role? Could we have gotten it's, a fat guy? It is um, the I mean, how many great great yeah. fat actors are not working and then yeah. here we got a yeah. some muscle head taking the role <laughs> that's a shame yeah and the and the and the show is dog shit i mean it goes without saying <laughs> just, just total trash you know that's too bad um i would like seeing more fat guys playing uh skinny guy skinny roles. Guys, yeah yeah <laughs> and just like you know walks into the room and, and then everyone's like oh hey hey there skeletal boy yeah. uh <laughs> hey, hey slender man hey sticks you know uh it's like you're like pretty me. familiar with a lot of the slurs that people would use <laughs> to describe skinny yeah. guys huh <laughs> <laughs> um and so uh, mike put this one in here i don't know why he put this in here he said he wanted you to rank the birthday boys and i said that's not cool man that's like that's weird. Like those are his friends or whatever, but, but I don't know. It's, okay, it's, I, I won't go all the way down to say, to, yeah. to, to say who I hate, but I'll, I, I think Mitch is everybody's favorite. He, he's, he all, Mitchy. always, it, it's maddening to work with someone like that. Who's just, 
you know, he's almost famous for being lazy, right? So uh-huh. if you collaborate with him, he's an hour late and then he's distracted and there's a million bad things. But then when you get down to doing the thing, you're, you're either writing or you're on stage or whatever it is, he's funnier than you. That sucks. Oh, yeah. that pisses you off, you know? Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. <laughs> that would suck if that was a dynamic you had to live with. And, he, and he was like, and he was like, he was like vastly more popular than you. <laughs> and like most of the emails and like voicemails and stuff that you got, like as a group, were directed towards him and like the fanaticism around him. People will like get in touch with you and ask how he's doing. Like just a very like weird, frustrating because yeah, you feel like you're working really hard. I can see how that would be frustrating. It's yeah. a it's a sad hypothetical to think about. It sucks putting myself in your shoes. I want to blow my brains out. But uh, <laughs> no, it is like that is like probably the saddest thing uh, that could ever happen on, on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> he's um, gonna be so I, glad no, to I remember that, that forever. Both you know, uh, Mitch is doing great now, and he's in movies, and he's he's got a good career. But even even bef- like even before Birthday Boys, when we were just dickheads. It was like you could see in everyone's faces. That we, he, he, everyone likes him better. I like him more than I like myself. And I yeah. stood, we had a sketch where we would like, for the big last joke of the sketch, we'd walk out together and like deliver this big, the, the big final thing and always brought the house down. And I remember like all, every night we did it looking into the audience and just seeing all the eyeballs on him and not me. And we're standing <laughs> next to each other. And we're both wearing wacky costumes and we're both doing silly voices and, and, but there's not one eyeball on me. I would take even just an odd number of eyeballs. Like yeah. Just or yeah. If like a guy had like a bad eye and it was over here and yeah. And, and just by coincidence, really it happened to me. <laughs> hey, that's me. Oh yeah. My big break. Um, I was listening to, uh, the, the Irish car bomb episode and uh, you you mentioned being badly food poisoned. Oh yeah, I've had a couple couple rounds of it where I, <clears throat> you know, I I eat a lot of weird shit, and I'm I'm pretty surprised it doesn't happen more often. I think I've got a pretty iron stomach or something. But oh, I've been taken down twice. Once was Paquito Mas, mm-hmm. uh, a chain uh, Mexican place here in L.A., and then once was a pint of corned beef <laughs> that I. I took from a from like a cold crock pot in the back of a bar on St. Patrick's Day at the <laughs> end of the night, and I filled up a big pint glass. Me and Mike Hanford were like, "Yeah, let's get pint glasses of this old meat," and then we ate it. Mm, so glad. It was. Uh, it's if you had food poisoning when it's like actual food poison, you're like, it's so weird because you're like you know, you're, you got both ends going and you're sick and everything, but you're also delirious. So you're almost like tripping. It's very weird. That's see, when you were talking about heartburn earlier, which I had many times, I've never been food poisoned. So I don't even know. I don't know what that's about at all. Now I've had barfing spells, of course. And a lot of times, and, and this, this owes to partially why I stopped drinking, um, is because I, I was so sick of barfing. I would just, I, I would, it wouldn't happen every time. But it got to a point where at, at some time in my life, I developed this, this just generalized anxiety. And when I would drink, it would really exacerbate that problem. So by the time I got really, really hammered and it was like time to go to bed and I wasn't feeling good and the room was spinning, I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then it just goes from there. You know, you just start mm-hmm. driving yourself crazy and I'm leaning over the toilet bowl and 
hawking up all my damn uh, microwave dinners and, and all this. <laughs> it's just really, really bad time. And I said, I don't want to do this anymore. So I, I, I just cut it out altogether. But the the barfing for me was just so, so, so bad that I would also get delirious as well. So it was not food poisoning because I didn't have anything weird. It was just like I drank too much Southern Comfort or yeah. or, or whatever the fuck it was that made me so goddamn sick. And it does like it makes you crazy when you're up all night sick. Ugh, it's it's the worst. I mean, I I'm able to not do that anymore. So I, I hit like a middle ground where I'm like, I'm even I don't even drink too late anymore because I realize how many times I would like have a drink, get in an Uber, go home, go to sleep. And then that drink would just be like hitting me while I was asleep. Yes. And you're like, so then I'm just dealing with the aftermath and I didn't even have any fun. So now I'm, I'm pretty much, and especially during COVID and it's like, I, I live with my wife and we have like cocktails over dinner. And even if I'm in the mood to get like drunk, it's very nice to be just like five drunks drinks deep at like 9 PM and then stop and then go to bed at midnight. And I'm kind of fine the next day because I, you just timed it out. Right. But the key is being able to stop, which is so hard to do when you're already loosened up, right? So you've yeah. you've somehow developed these fail safes that just like that you can just pull the ripcord at at nine p.m. even though you're drunk already. How do you fucking do that? I don't. I just. Uh, I guess I have like amazing <laughs> discipline. <laughs> um, no, it's hard. I, it, it's hard. It's a weird thing because I also I read this article that was talking about like the reward center in our brain where like psychologically a lot of times what makes you want to have a drink is like you feeling like you need a reward. So you worked really hard all week or you had, or you had a real bad week or something like that where you're yeah. like, you need, you need to reward yourself and, and you have a drink. And I, this article I read said that like another thing that like presses that same button in your brain is rather than working hard, having one drink also like trips that same wire and makes you be like, I should have a, a, dr- a second drink. So you really, your brain is like wired against you and wants you to drink too much. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I, I didn't ever uh, read anything cause reading sucks, <laughs> but I do think that part of, p- part of like what I've consumed to, help reinforce that I absolutely have no desire whatsoever to get hammered anymore is I have watched the entire series of bar rescue like three or four times. Probably. (laughs) Have you, have you ever seen this show? Oh yeah. Yeah. So the, the, the great thing to me about this show, I mean, everything about it is perfect. I love it. I can't wait for the, the COVID-19 episodes, which are sure to be an absolute disaster. Um, (laughs) I I like watching this because even though I do know that it is fake, I I see those like those those negative cycles like going over and over and over again where somebody's like, wow, I feel like fucking shit all the time. I'm drinking at work. Well, anyway, and I was like, oh, that seems really obvious when I'm watching some dipshit do it. Uh, (laughs) And yet I was doing it all of the time, you know? Yeah, I don't know why I sometimes will. I'll think that other people like have it figured out where so often a a bartender or a a, a, like a a celebrity mixologist or even like a like a Mario Batali type of guy where he's like, gregarious host and he's drinking wine all the, uh, the time and and he, and he seems like it's like a fun life that he's figured out where he can do that and then you find out like 
no, he's he's getting drunk and he's groping people and he's evil. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I'm embarrassed every time like so many celebrity chefs are sober now and you're just like, "Oh yeah, the whole time that I was watching them drink wine while they eat fancy food all night and thinking they had the perfect life, they were like going home and they were fucking miserable." <laughs> yeah, that's that's totally true. That seems like I mean, it seems like a rough industry, I think even for people on the top. Um yeah. but uh and now in Nash, there the bar rescue did some stuff in the Nashville area. Mike, I think they were in, didn't they? I think they were in Murfreesboro for a while. I think they did a couple in Murfreesboro, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but I think somewhat famously, they did one in Nashville, which only aired one time by accident in the middle of the night. And the reason that it it didn't air anymore after that uh, or since is because uh, shortly thereafter, I believe the, was it the owner that shot and killed someone? Is that what the story was, Mike? Yeah, I think it was at the owner of the place. That's not um, good. So that was shoot the, the episode of Bar Rescue was sort of like, hey, look, you can't be shooting people, so <laughs> yeah. we have to rebrand and let the public know it's a murder-free <laughs> zone. You're spending all of your uh, business's money on bullets. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to you get better aim. <laughs> Um, so I was, I was looking through here, the, the, the ones in the bar rescue episodes that have been in LA and I'm trying to look through these, see if I remember any of them. Have you been to any of these that you know of Tim? Um, not that I know of. I remember there being, what was the other show? Um, do you remember kitchen nightmares? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. There was a restaurant in Hollywood that had been on kitchen nightmares and it was so funny because then afterwards they put up in a real tacky way, put up huge banners that were like as seen on kitchen nightmares. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's like, you're like advertising. Like we were so gross. That's we, yeah. <laughs> and then those banners were up. They were cheapy plastic banners that were up for so long that they got all kind of f- faded in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like this place that had this whole arc of like, it was bad and then it was famous and now and it's sun. Wow. Um, the nope. uh it looks like um oh dimples i think dimples was oh. the karaoke place in la yeah i used to go there a lot when i was an intern out here and that wow I, that was that's an episode i would love to watch that it's it's a good episode because the owner uh is just i mean he's he's like a hundred thousand years old um I, I and it's really him, creepy and weird he was Fucking gross, and he was also. I, I gotta assume at this point he is like a Me Too guy. He seemed very <laughs> yeah. weird with the staff. Um, and the strange thing about Dimples, because when I, when I was an intern out here, they put us up at a um, like a condo complex that was right by Dimples. So we used to all walk down there, like the Ithaca College and Emerson students would walk down there. And um, every night, Mister Belding would be there every night. And maybe he was a part owner or something, but he, um, I remember seeing him like sing a Billy Joel song. And then, <laughs> then I went went back home and I graduated from college and then I moved back to LA and I went to Dimples and I saw him sing the same Billy Joel song. No. <laughs> I was like, that's so, this is the saddest existence. Oh my God. A lot of sad stuff coming out of Saved by the Bell, huh? Oh uh, yeah. Oof. Oof, yeah, big oof to the whole Saved by the Bell <laughs> well, arc. When you say sad stuff, you mean like that uh, Mario Lopez is hosting Access Hollywood? <laughs> yeah. 
Jesus. Well, Jesse's, Jesse's more specifically talking about, he thought that Zach could actually stop time. And he, just, <laughs> he just found out that when he did it, it was just a TV thing. Yeah. So that was <laughs> scandalous to find out that was all a lie. It's just, it's just fucking fate, dude. They just do, they just put whatever Everybody they want. Everybody stops moving. I don't understand. How they... <laughs> it shows such a lie. <laughs> um, let's see. There's a few others. There's Weber's Place Sports Bar and Grill, a former strip club turned music venue. Hmm. Never heard of it, but if it's a strip club, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> ladies. She likes, yeah, yeah I remember you liking the ladies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's a Lona City Limits in Long Beach. That's probably far away from you. I don't know much about the geography out there. That's it's uh, it's close enough that I've been to bars there, but not that one. Um, Champs Sports Pub in Burbank. Uh, oh, that rings a bell. I do think, I do think I've been there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, what about Tudor's Pooter Room? What about that <laughs> That's one? That's my yes. favorite. Very favorite place. I was married there. <laughs> 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 well, there was a freaking rat underneath the bar, Tim. <laughs> Man, I love the show so much. I'm going to watch some more of it tonight, even though I've seen it uh, a million times. What a, what a piece of garbage that is. And and also starring a piece of garbage. He's an awful man, but... Yeah, he's weird. My um, mother-in-law is a big fan of that show, and I don't think she knows it's fake. So when I've watched it with her, I, I, I feel like I, I don't want to burst her bubble and say that this all is all very produced because she's just having a blast. And and I and I think that it's like, oh, well, if you can enjoy the show on that level. Yeah. Like, I think it's entertaining regardless. And it's kind of cool for them that they could ha- they could kind of have it both ways where. Right. Yeah. Me and my mother-in-law can watch it together and enjoy different things about it. <laughs> how, how fake is it, do you think? Is it? Is it like, he, here's my idea for the fakest show ever. Saved by the fucking bell. I don't want to go. <laughs> I'm just, I'm so sick of this. Yeah, well, if that's 100% fake. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't think Bar Rescue would ever stoop to like a time stop. I can't imagine. I mean, <laughs> yeah. John Taffer is evil, but I mean, not Stop that the clock. Stop the clock. <laughs> This is crazy. Like the final season of that show when they've jumped the shark, they're just sort of like, yeah, he also now controls time. <laughs> um, but like that, my wife was watching House Hunters earlier, which we both we both know is fake, but is fun, I think, still to watch. And it it apparently is so fake that the people who are on the show have already picked where they're going to live. Are you familiar oh. with the concept of House Hunters at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, a guy that I used to work with was on that show uh, oh. when, they, when they were here in Nashville. And he, yeah. uh, he picked a place. He had already bought the place and house hunters like came up and was like, Oh, we're just going to do a show and you got to pick between these other two places. And he was like, yeah, we already signed the papers and stuff for the place that we want to live. So yeah, that's, that's so a really getting do. out of, uh, of it. Then if, if you're on the show, do you, are they, it's just, what, I don't think just you, bodies for, for, uh, the script that you've written out or something. I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. Uh, but like the people who are on it don't get anything. And I was actually reading separately from that. I was reading about, uh, one of the makeover shows, one of the, the property brothers, in fact. Yeah. Um, did you know that you, that if you're on that show, you pay for the whole reno? What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that at all. That's like losing the lottery. I don't want to have to do that. Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. out of your mind? Hey, good news. We're going to put you on a TV show. <laughs> the so news. they must all just be big fans of the show and they just want to be on it? I I don't know. I mean, 
Uh, it seems like a, you've, you've been on a TV show. It seems like kind of a lot of trouble. It does seem like a lot of trouble. I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't do, I, the whole point of doing that is to think that you're going to get a free yeah. house built for you. Yeah. Anything. Why would you do? I wouldn't do anything if it was free. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Pay me for my time. <laughs> I knew a guy who, speaking of those like types of shows and how fake they are, I knew somebody that wrote for Duck Dynasty. Yeah. And wow. Is that is that still on? It feels like that whole I don't think thing so. is over. I think maybe maybe a couple spinoffs are still alive. That sounds like it could be probable. But even in its heyday, when it when it was like a, a big smash hit, this guy said that he would like drive into this office and sit, and there were like two writers, and nobody. It was like non-union, and they were not paid well. And that he would write like three three episodes in a day. Oh <laughs> like my he God. would just sit down at a table with his laptop that he brought in, and he would just type out three episodes, and then the network would see them and be like, "Great." That's got to be there's so, just nothing to it. Yeah, not rewarding at all. Do that's you think be. that that's is it harder to do something like that or harder to do something good that you like? You know what's I I'm fascinated with like I think I think it's hard to do something good that you like and execute it. Yeah. Um. But making bad stuff, I mean, it's got to be pretty easy to write some bad episodes of of Duck Dynasty. But in general, when I've had jobs that I'm not proud of, and I and I think I'm like selling out, mm-hmm. I'm all I'm also disappointed in my ability to to write bad jokes, like. You would think it's like if I have a huge ego yeah. as as a fancy satirist, then I think, oh, I could probably crank out some Kevin James jokes, but yeah. I can't. Like those are those are like they won't make that audience laugh because you right. have to you have to have that sense of humor and believe yeah. in it and just be stupid. That's right. Uh, it, a, mil- a million years ago, I wrote an SNL packet for uh, a weekend update when they were doing the open shit or whatever they do every summer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I uh, wrote a packet. And I was like, well, this is easy. It's just weekend update jokes. They're all for, they're all the same. They're all, you know, the same fucking pattern or whatever. How hard could yeah. it be? And uh, I wish I had that packet now because I can only imagine how badly the it. jokes suck in that <laughs> fucking packet. But like the truth is, is you go to write that now and what you realize is, is that everything you're doing is coded in like irony or yeah, the yeah, joke yeah. itself is subversive, even if it sounds like the joke that you're trying to attempt to emulate because you just can't help it. That's just how you write the stuff that you think is funny, yeah. you know? Do you think yeah. that the Weekend Update guys are writing that stuff because they think it's funny or do you think the Weekend Update guys are writing it because they, that's what people laugh at? I I think it's... um. I think they I think it's a bit of both because I do think they think it's funny, but then I also think that they know when they have a like a hipper joke, you know, like if, yeah. if there's like yeah. the one weekend update joke of the week that was like that's like, oh shit, damn, that was like a, a yeah. really good joke. I think they're most proud of that one and the and they know that they wrote a hip joke and then uh, uh, that that is for a certain audience. And then I think the rest of the jokes are for all of America that is sitting, not just comedy fans yeah. or comedy nerds, yeah. but all of America. But I do think they believe in all of it. I don't think they're ever just thinking, let's shovel shit to the pigs. Yeah. But that is what you thought when you were writing on SNL, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like walked in to Lauren's office and said like, so how much shit do I shovel to the pigs? <laughs> I'm sorry, Lauren. I'm confused about just one thing. <laughs> you didn't bring your shovel. <laughs> and oh. he, it's weird how strict he is. Cause he's been doing it forever. So he'd be like oh, three shovels per act. <laughs> <laughs> it must be the stinkiest shit possible. <laughs> um, 
we uh, so we're not joke writers ourselves, but we do from time to time like to check in on some of our favorite joke writers over at jokeblogger.com. Wow. Now, Tim, if you've ever I, I don't know if you've been on there, maybe you look there for inspiration at times. Um, <laughs> joke blogger is sort of a joke aggregation website where you can go if you're sort of an up and coming comedy writer in this crazy mixed up world. And I like to go through and just pick out some of my favorites when we have comedy writers on and maybe just see if they can, if they t- tell us, would you, would you run with this or would you punch it up or would you send it back to rewrites? And and I've just got oh, a few yeah. here. If you just want to give me your thoughts on them as we go through. I love it. I've, I, I've not been there before. I can't believe I've overlooked this website. Yeah, it's actually a pretty <laughs> great resource. Um, <laughs> the first one is from Alex Kaysberg, who I always introduce on this segment by saying this is the guy who sued Conan O'Brien for stealing oh, his jokes. I um, remember that. Here you remember. Yeah, very interesting uh, fellow who cranks out probably like 200 of these things a day. And I uh, think that ended up, I think like Conan got the electric chair for that. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, but he did the string thing right before, which was funny. <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> <laughs> um, so Alex uh, wrote this joke. In their interview with Oprah, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry revealed they're having a girl. No word on the baby's name, but I'm going to bet it won't be Kate. <laughs> That's and the reason for that is that Kate is like also one of the people that like they're related to or whatever. Oh. Yeah, because Meghan had had a fight with Kate had made Meghan I watched this whole special sure. live when it aired in primetime, the whole two hours of it. Right. Um, <laughs> That, uh, yeah, because Kate and Megan are not friends, so she's unlikely to, boy. Yeah, um, yeah a lot of names can, you can pick yeah, from. I think cool. it's a really great joke. It made me laugh really hard, that's for sure. Yeah. I actually was, when I was watching that, I was pretty happy. I, it was like a moment where I thought to myself, I was happy I don't have a job right now, because I was like, it would if you were writing for anything remotely topical, you would have to. You have to write have some jokes about that. And when I watched that that night, I realized that I didn't have a take. I like watched it and like the interesting parts were interesting and the boring parts were boring. But like I didn't have like I, I don't have that thing where I'm like <laughs> the Royals. The Royals are so obviously shitty that I yeah. can't believe so many people on Twitter are like, um, actually, like they don't even what even fucking do they do the Royals? It's like <laughs> that was like a hundred years ago. That was a good observation that the Royals yeah. don't mean anything. Um it's very but, funny when uh, you see people online like defending or being mad at like Megan. How first off, how do you even know about that situation? What is your yeah. life like that that you're interested in that? I don't know. Because but they're like yeah, you go uh, looking so for royal news because you're interested in tabloid <laughs> bullshit, and then yeah. you get mad at what you read. Yeah, you know what you did. I if I were trying to write a joke, I I genuinely don't believe I could write a joke where it ended any other way than the Royals should be killed. I don't know what else, <laughs> like what, what other punchline could you possibly have yeah. for a joke that's going to make you laugh after you realize it's like everybody was like, uh, Donald Trump is going to be so good for comedy or whatever. Like, well, what <laughs> what could you possibly say? Everything's so bad. Yeah, oh, dude. No, I thought it was fucking awesome for comedy. <laughs> yeah. Four best years of my life. Yeah. It compromised my politics, but I was raking in the dough. Right. Well, that's where you developed Linda underwear, I believe, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was sort of a, my take on the whole cultural moment. We were the, the crucible in oh, which wow. Linda underwear was formed. Yeah. <laughs> that's years from now when I'm talking about the creation of Linda underwear. I'm like, you got to understand what's going on at the time. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, got we Trump had, we in the just, White House. We you had got just COVID. defeated ISIS. In the <laughs> 
Uh, Unfortunately, ISIS had just been defeated. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, here's another one. This is from Nick Nick Jack Pappas. Uh, uh, I agree with Marco Rubio that Biden was out of line saying that the Texas and Mississippi governors were acting like Neanderthals. Biden should immediately apologize to Neanderthals. Oh, switch a flip the script on me. Yeah. That's yeah. always cool in a joke where you do the entire setup is like a news article. Where the entire <laughs> setup is like, let yeah. me first let me bring you up to speed. Here's, like, <laughs> here's something that happened in the news last week. And now here's my funny take on it. So I need to make sure that you know the exact <laughs> wording about the Neanderthals and stuff, because otherwise this isn't going to work. <laughs> going back um, and forth and editing that joke t- down to yeah, the word to make sure it I makes mean, sense when, in the flow of 1,000 jokes exactly <laughs> like it, like going down the timeline is very funny. When they when they when Twitter switched from 140 to 280 on these oh. these guys were for like oh now I can sum up a news article before my yeah. joke they were just yeah. fucking jumping for joy. It's funny because I noticed all my tweets. Um, I'm I pretty much always come in right at 141. I only needed that one. Yeah. <laughs> it was always burning me that I couldn't get that last guy in there. It's usually just a period. Just yeah. a period. Because you're a double space after guy, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really want to, you know, isolate the joke, let it sit there with a little breathing room on either yeah. side. You're just That's... not tweeting for years because it wouldn't fit with the period. <laughs> <in there. laughs> um, that... I thought that joke was bad, and then also I'm ashamed because I think the guy that wrote it was Greek, it sounds like. and He um, is Greek, yeah. And I didn't want to say that to you because it's like, I know he doesn't know every Greek guy. You don't have to bring up when you know someone's ethnicity, you know, but he I, is a Greek I thought, guy. I, I, I thought, you know, there's you, this a power alliance of you got your Stamatopoulos, your, your Galifianakis. Yeah. I thought when you said this guy that he was going to be the next Greek hope, but yeah. I don't think so. No, no. It's still you and the other guys that you just named. <laughs> Um, okay. This is from, uh, Jeff Dwoskin at big mocker on Twitter, who is the guy who has invented the hashtag games. Have you ever seen the big hashtags and clicked on those and they're all jokes? Yes. That's actually this guy's doing. That's his, I mean, this is his baby. Um, hashtag things Americans worry about getting mugged and forced to listen to Nickelback. <laughs> so, oh, Nickelback oh, yeah. is so cringy. <laughs> Nickelback, I mean, that band from n- not this decade, not yeah. even really the previous decade. No. Can I tell you? Can I tell you a true story? I got into one of these uh, Uber, Lyft, whatever. <laughs> Here we go. You know, <laughs> and I get in. You know, I'm doing my seatbelt, and the guy's up there. You know, he's he's going. Mm, I'm driving the car, you know, and then he goes to put it. He's like, hey, how about a little music? And I say, hmm, I don't mind. I don't mind too much about that. He puts in a Nickelback CD. And let me tell you, I said, actually, could you pull over? I'll just walk. I actually said that. To <laughs> oh. I actually said it. To oh, my I, God. I would have said, uh, can you pull over? I'd like to insert this CD up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. You know, it was a weird music. What, here's, here's a thing that ha- happened in my life. I, I got. Have you ever had an MRI? Uh I've never. I've, had I think I've. I've been in one of the machines, maybe just for fun. But I, <laughs> I, I know what you're talking about. I know because when I went in for mine, like there were a bunch of guys like sneaking out, like they had been in there. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're like shooing them away so that they could use it. On me. All right, um, now next, Tim. This better not. This better be for business. This better not be. For- <laughs> I. 
hurt my back and I had to get an MRI and you have to be in, it's pretty snug, especially like I'm a bigger guy and like it fit me tight. So they like slide me into this little hole and I have to lay there for 40 minutes. And, um, they, they said, Hey, are you claustrophobic? And I was like, no, but them asking me if I was claustrophobic actually did plant the seed in my head. And I started to have a little bit of a panic attack right away. And and I don't even have, I'm neither claustrophobic nor have panic attacks. And, but it all happened to me right then. And and I was like, I don't think I'm claustrophobic, but it, it like, because they asked, I know that people probably do freak out in here. And then I was like, maybe there's a reason to freak out. Maybe this thing's scary. So I started, I'll just start freaking out right now. I think. (laughs) So I just fucking lost my (laughs) shit. (laughs) uh, Well, the nurse goes, um, you know, to keep people relaxed because you're going to, you can't move for 40 minutes right. and it's pretty close in. We play music. Um, so, uh, is there a type of music you like? And I said, rock. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I think I was too generic, but maybe I was trying to be generic so that they would play me lots of different yeah. rock, but I lay down and I <laughs> slide back into this little tube. It is very tight and I'm a little nervous. And then they're like, okay, we're going to play your music. And she hits play on like Elvis Presley, like, won't you be my daddy? <laughs> oh my God. And then this whole song, the song ends. And then the next song was like, you ain't know the one how And then the third song, Jailhouse Rock. No. And, and I, I don't even think I have anything against Elvis Presley, but three Elvis songs in a, in a row is weird. And I... I I had to. They told me like, let us know if you if you freak out and you have to come out. And I I was like, let me out. And <laughs> they hit the cancel button, and I had to calm down, and I had to start over. No, and and but I told no. them I was like, could you play like broader, uh, different types of <laughs> different types of music for me? I don't care what it is, just mix it up. I don't want to hear three of anything in a row. But uh, so like now I have like an association of like claustrophobia and panic attacks like when i hear elvis i i I freak out wow that is uh don't play me any elvis you're not gonna like this next segment tim (laughs) it's the elvis segment (laughs) i um i can remember having uh, a real bad anxiety attack and this was of course after one of my very small handful of failed experiences with the drug commonly known as marijuana Mm. Um, and I was driving myself and this is hundred percent true and, and, and you know what? And don't email me about this cause I don't want to hear your take on this at all. This is the one thing I will not brook any takes on from the, <laughs> the audience. Uh, Yo, maybe you should have tried a different strain. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> don't, don't need any of this. What about the Maui? Wow. Um, I was driving myself to the emergency room because I had been uh, panicking for about 48 hours straight. Okay, okay. Was it an indica or a sativa? (laughs) (laughs) Which one? (laughs) Um, And uh, there at the hospital, I would have an experience with a doctor who I could hear outside of the room telling his nurses, he says he's on weed. I don't know. Don't go in there. (laughs) So it's a bad experience. But I was listening to, because it was uh, contemporary at the time, I was listening to the Kanye West album, uh 808s and heartbreak and that album now when like when see you in my nightmares comes on for instance <laughs> that song to me is like wow when you were hearing this you felt really fucking bad and it's like a visceral effect that it has on yeah. me thinking about that time period you know and it's a song about nightmares too 
I know. It's already kind of it's, freaky. It's, it's, it's really it's kind of freaking me out just thinking about it right now, man. <laughs> All right, calm down. Um, I had um, a, a marijuana freak out one time where, because I, I don't smoke weed. I've, I've maybe maybe less than 10 or 12 times ever smoked weed and maybe only yeah. two of them were fun. So, so you can only stick to it. So we're so about many. the same hit rate. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, one, the first bad time it was like, it, it was in college and I was sitting around a circle with kind of a lot of people. So maybe like 10 people sitting in chairs in a circle. And, um, I was, it was, uh, it just hit me wrong and I was feeling kind of weird and I got kind of quiet and I was like paranoid, but I was trying to be chill. And then my roommate's girlfriend loud in front of everybody, like stands up and looks at me. I was like, Tim, are you okay? <laughs> oh no, dude. <laughs> and I've just never been called out so oh. hard. And like now I wouldn't care. I wouldn't like, I can't get embarrassed anymore, but as yeah. a teenager, it was fucking horrifying. And I was like, I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and I tried to sit there for a little bit. And then when I went, I went back up to my dorm and I, I laid down and the music that I put on that I still associated with it. I, I wanted to put on some weed music. Uh, and I'm not a pot smoker, so I put on Dark Side of the Moon by Pink No! Floyd. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm tripping. <laughs> You're getting the full experience. That's so cool. And then you, you you turned on Wizard of Oz as well, so you just knocked out everything yeah. all at once. And then it, it, it synced up, and that was cool. It brought me back. <laughs> um, okay, we got a couple more here. This is from at Eric Brandstein. Uh, he says, Tucker Carlson never served in the military, but I'm still going to refer to him as Captain Doucheface. Ah, love it. Love um, it. So is there, I, I don't know if I'm barking up the wrong tree. Is there any way to improve that joke? Okay. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm punching that, I don't know what you guys are doing. If I had to punch that up, yeah, I would say I'm keeping Tucker there. Cause we want, that's who we want to burn. I'm yeah. going to keep the whole joke structure. I would if I were spinning my magic, mm-hmm. I'd be looking at that Captain Douche Face. I would say that's not good enough. And I would say maybe we would keep Captain, but Douche Face is that what we're going to do? And then I would rewrite that two hundred times until I come up with I don't know, um, Sergeant Stinky. <laughs> that's good, and he would hate to hear that too. I think Tucker. <laughs> If he, he doesn't want that. to be known yeah. as stinky. He wants no. to be known as the clean guy. Yep. <laughs> the guy who smells <laughs> non-stinky. Sorry, buddy. You're stinky now. What's that smell? Tucker Carlson. Bead of sweat. goes. <laughs> hey, everybody. Tucker stinks. No. <laughs> it's really uh, hard to... to Raz a Republican now. It's been ruined as yes. a fucking form of comedy. I, I would I would love to uh r- 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 be able to write a good joke that is taken down in Ted Cruz or whatever, but I can't even fucking fathom it. It, no. it was yeah. cool twenty years ago it was fun and cool, but come on. Well, I mean you've seen that uh, yeah. You've seen this now that Jon Stewart is back on Twitter. I think that has pulled that into sharp relief exactly how yeah fossilized that particular skill set is at this point <laughs> what, in time. What, what can you possibly say about Ted Cruz, the guy who the guy who like went on vacation during a power outage <laughs> in his state and then yeah. like had to come back? What can you possibly say that's funnier than that? Nothing. It's so yeah. funny. Also there's a weird thing where it's like 
there was a big meme like he got back from Cancun and then people did the thing where he had dreadlocks his hair was in braids and it was like mm-hmm. he yeah. says you know Ted Cruz denies having been to Cancun and here's this picture of him and, yeah. and you're like but he did like he, he didn't was. deny it that yeah, wasn't he the didn't issue deny <laughs> so so you cr- you in order to make your funny joke you created a fake <laughs> news story about him denying it we all we saw him at the airport he, he admitted yeah. that yeah oh yeah maybe I shouldn't have done that yeah, hey, this guy went. I think this guy went to Cancun. Yeah, he did. Yeah. You know when he was talking about going to Cancun, it tipped me off. Feels like feels like he actually did go there. Yeah. He's in the airport. We got him. Yeah. Um. Now finally, we've got three in a row from our friend Real Ham on Rye. Um. And Tim, you're not familiar with Joke Blogger, as you said, so you don't know that Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Okay. And yes, that right yes. there is why Ham on Rye is a fan favorite. Yes, and he that's tipping me off to the tone of the satire I'm about to hear. The type <laughs> yeah. of wit. This, this is going to be good. Hold on to your ass. Um, here's the first one. I love all foods from all cultures and countries, just as long as it comes with a bottle of ketchup. <sighs> oh, boy. Now... <laughs> Now, let me ask now, you this. Now, this... Let, let me ask you this, Tim. How would you like to kill the guy who came up with that? <laughs> <laughs> but here, seriously, if Hanford said that, don't you think that would be funny? Yeah, it's you wouldn't even have to change even one word. <laughs> right. And then he would say it with a straight face, and then I would laugh very hard. That's right. But, you know, Hanford's not rye. <laughs> He's not ham on rye. He's not. And he never will be either. And you can tell him I said that. Um, it's also funny that that's funny. I like that. It's kind of the opposite of the Ted Cruz thing we we're talking about. Where like that is a, you know, maybe that would be a passable joke if you had to crank one out real fast for a topical thing. But that was an evergreen version of it. Was like, I'm going to make a joke that just makes fun of all the food of the world. Yeah. <laughs> people have nothing to. People have nothing to talk about. People are just on Twitter and they have nothing to talk about. And they yeah. just they just post stuff. And then I mean. This is a joke for nobody. This is a nothing joke. It's it's like that show. What is the show with the whammies? Is that press your luck? Yeah. That's what Twitter yeah. is. Just keep posting until you get a whammy and ruin your life. Ruin <laughs> <Yeah>. your <laughs> life. That's it. Oh, man, I just, um, today I tweeted a, a, a total non, non nothing, just a, yeah. a, a, a snarky dickhead type of a thing where I, I just said, COVID has affected the way we socialize. Yeah, <laughs> that, was my, that was my whole joke. And and I just, I looked down that, the first, you know, 100 people that uh, that interact with it, like, are maybe my followers, and they're like, ha, whatever. Yeah. But then there's, I was looking at the quote retweets, and people, <laughs> both, both versions of not getting it. Like, yeah. right. some people yeah. being mad, being like, um, excuse me? Yeah. Uh, me thinks this year was very weird, actually. It's so and, good. And then other people, also not knowing I'm joking, but being like, yeah, like uh, COVID, absolutely. I, 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 it, I, I, I'm thinking about reentry after the pandemic, and it'll be challenging. <laughs> um, where has this guy been? That's what. I, that's, that's me quote tweeting. <laughs> that's me quote tweeting Linda Underwear. <laughs> <laughs> this woman is a little bit out of the loop, and I don't know if you saw her other post, but she seems to really like the guy from This Is Us. Strange and her, lady, and her husband's worm. She loves it. <laughs> Because <laughs> there's something wrong with this lady. <laughs> uh, 
Um, okay, here's another one. And this one actually maybe dovetails nicely with the all foods from all other countries with a bottle of ketchup joke. He says, I love having a dad bod, said no man ever. <laughs> <laughs> and just, I'm sorry, just to catch you up, this was written March 3rd, 2021, in case you yeah. were curious when that was written. Uh, on purpose, so, actually, also. This isn't... Yeah. <laughs> somebody actually wrote this. Dad bod was a, a very buzzy thing in 2017 to say, and they've got yes. around to it. But, but also, th- that joke structure, blank, said no one ever. It's like, you're not supposed to do it. You're supposed to do it to call out something that is like, either hasn't been pointed yeah. out before that we don't like, or right. that you actually, you think you're, something that's being forced down your throat. Yeah, and then you're saying actually no one ever liked that. We invented the dad bod to reclaim the shitty yes. body thing. You don't yeah. have to also double back and say it didn't work. We know it didn't work. We still have the shitty body. The premise of this joke is it's better to be skinny than fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love being a fat piece of shit. So no one ever. Great joke. Great joke, dude. Really fresh stuff. <laughs> um. He's, I mean, this guy's a fucking character. I could think about him all day, and I do most of the time. Um, <laughs> and he he brings this one home, this segment of Joke Blogger, with this grand slam effort here. And this is just too random. Um, here he goes. My grandma has a sex swing in her living room. You know, in case you're wondering why I'm in therapy. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So here's a... Oh, here's a false scenario, and then right. in case in case you're wondering what I'm in therapy because I wrote a weird joke setup for no reason. Also hyphenated the words "living in room," which I don't know what. Oh, that's what is that? I don't know what that is. This guy's that's writing not... with a big quill from fucking. What is that? <laughs> um, but this guy's his grandma doesn't really have a sex swing, does she? If she if she did, then that's okay. Joke about well, the the truth yeah. is, Hamon Rye is legitimately like in his sixties. So he, I mean, there's no way his grandma's still alive. God rest her soul. Whether she had a sex swing or not, I mean, it's not really for me to say. Another, another thing to know about Hamon Rye is he was one of the Capitol rioters. So <laughs> he was at the Capitol insurrection and he breached the Capitol. He, he breached. Was, okay, he was looking for he Vice breached. President Pence. So that's yeah. bad. You know, when you're talking about he was at the Capitol, I'm like. Great. Oh, no. You're expressing a, a, yeah. a free speech, and that's fantastic. He was expressing, <laughs> but then breaching. Yeah, breaching. Come on. Yeah. You don't, you guys, uh, bre- breaching you breach. is good, said no one ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he denied that he was there initially, but actually, um, Jeff Dwoskin started a hashtag that said, hashtag friends I saw on video <laughs> at the Capitol breaching. And Long he was hashtag. one of them. Yeah, really, like, really weird. Didn't and he <laughs> did apostrophe for the so two forty or the yeah. two, whatever it is, whatever it is, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, that was the joke blogger top ten. Tim, I think you can agree they're basically perfect jokes. There's no need to improve on them whatsoever. Can't, can't nothing to change. Couldn't improve if I tried. We have taken up probably enough of your time now. It's the freaking weekend, and you're a party boy, so I'm gonna let you go party. Um, Hell yeah, I'm gonna dance. <laughs> uh, we talked about it a little bit, but tell everybody about the Sloppy Boys stuff that you got going on, please. Okay, so the Sloppy Boys are a a band. We're we are a party rock band with a trilogy of albums that are streaming everywhere, Spotify and Apple and all of it. And then more recently, we started a podcast where we try a different cocktail every week. We're doing all the classics, and you know, Mike Hanford makes them wrong. 
you know, Jeff gets mad, all the shit. Oh uh, my God, these you know, guys. Yeah, it's a, fucking. It's crazy. Over I mean, there. it truly just pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sound like some real schmucks. I don't know how you I put mean, up with bad. it. They're bad guys. Yeah. They're, they're breachers, too. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, most most of the birthday boys did breach the Capitol. A lot of them did. <laughs> they were there with Jay Johnston from Mr. Show, right? <laughs> side yeah. by side. They want, that was they put the word out to any Odenkirk collaborators to get, get down there. All Odenkirk affiliated people <laughs> were storming the Capitol. Uh, it's very very funny stuff. Uh, check it out. Um, I like to sing smash in the plates when I'm kicking around in my kitchen from time to time. Oh, hell yeah. So it's a, it's a great time. Uh, check it out wherever you can. I mean, these streaming service, don't even get me started. I yeah. listen no, to Elvis please, on them. If but, we I mean, start talking about those, we'll be here all night. <laughs> we really will. So we'll, we'll let you go. Thank you so much for coming on, Tim. It was a real Thank pleasure. You. Thank, Thank you for having time. me. I had a blast and thanks for letting me uh drink a cocktail while I podcast. Otherwise I wouldn't have known what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Two birthday boys down. However many other ones there are left to Don't go. Know. You're on notice, everybody else. <laughs> Damn. Oh, shit. Don't freak out. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Well, so sad. That's the end of the episode. There's no more content for you to listen to. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that really chap your ass? There's nothing more to hear. Wait, wait, wait. That's not so fast, JF. They, the, they can always go to patreon.com slash... Whatever it is, I'll get some more content for that ass. I was over the moon that you were going to do that the right yeah. way. And it your just Kickstarter didn't. or your Kickstarter sucks. Plug them all in. I mean, Control just, T, open up a new tab. Just Google it. Just Google it at this point because <laughs> we were trying to figure out when did this episode air. And instead of looking at our files, Instead of looking at the Patreon website, we just fucking Googled it. Tim Kalpakis, YKS it's all Premium. On there. It's all on there. <laughs> That's what they made Google for. You don't have to look nothing up. Just Google this shit. don't have to think anymore. Jesus Christ. Anyways, a lot of great stuff over there. Um, Maybe we'll get the other sloppy boys to come on the show for 2022. You're going to want to be subscribed so you know when it's coming. Okay? So go over there now. Subscribe now. Maybe a sloppy boys episode will pop up. Uh, Probably on the $100 tier. Go ahead and sign up on that one. (laughs) So you don't miss out on it. It probably will be, Mike. You're absolutely right. Um... (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I don't think we thank our listeners enough. Mike, are you ready to thank them? Thank you guys so much. From the bottom of my heart. (laughs) Sorry, I'm tearing up a little. Hey, what the hell? I was being serious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Anyways, guys, uh, thanks a lot. That's me being serious. Dan wants to give you a brief message as well. Take it away, Dan. What? It's been a hell of a year with YKS. We hope you have enjoyed it as much as Dan has, everybody. And we'll see you. Uh, oh, we'll see you on the mailbag later this week. We'll see you on another YKS Premium Special Guest Edition later this week. And after that, that's it for us in 2021. And we're kissing this hell dumpster trash fire of a year goodbye. So uh, with that in mind, 2022 around the corner. Let's make this the best year ever, guys. What do you say? Okay. All right. Dan? Yeah, sounds good. All right, great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.